your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. It seems love is in the air for our post-pandemic singletons with people spending an average of 10 hours on dating apps every week. It's certainly not surprising that people want to get back out there with dating basically shut down for a couple of years. But how healthy are these new dating patterns and how can you rediscover your real-life dating skills? Well, we have relationship coach Catherine McGeechy and matchmaker Sharon Kenny on the phone today to chat to us. Good morning to both of you. Um, uh, Catherine, uh, are there red flags, do you think, that you need to look out for when dating online? It obviously has many advantages as well. Yes. Um, one key one is one key one is the fact that you're missing 92% of the message because presence is 92%. So when you meet somebody, you are coming up against a whole energy which you miss when you're online. So online is just 8% of the message. Now, uh, the fact that a lot of young people today it would be uh, really doing their inner work, doing working on themselves, uh, trying to be the best version of themselves as they can, and really vetting uh, what's going on in uh, what's, what's going on there in the dating scene. So what do I want? What do I not want? Um, that's a very good thing. Uh, so they're, they're, they've not got the time to go dating as much. So they're trying to really, really uh, cut to the chase. And so I think that's a good thing. But they're missing then the whole thing of presence. Yeah. Um, this, uh, a, an expert who's written a book, um, Logan Yuri, um And the book is <laughs> How Not to Die Alone. Right. Very, very positive on a Monday morning. And one of the things that she says, Catherine, is people are dating more intentionally. A term that's yes. become popular is hardballing, which is being more upfront early on. It might mean that you say straight out on a first date, the very first thing out of your mouth is that I'm looking to eventually settle down. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, <you> okay. <laughs> uh, would you like some water? See, what it is about, what it is about, as, as Catherine would agree, it's about that connection and getting out there and, as Catherine's saying, and meet them as soon as possible. And with online dating, so many people stay and chat and chat and chat. Now they're getting away from that and they're going into video chats quicker and they're realizing there's not a, a chemistry connection. So because of that, thank goodness, they're moving on forward. And it is what Catherine's saying about getting out there and getting in front of the person and stop dilly-dallying, thinking they're just afraid of rejection. They're afraid of the last two years of not being around people. Okay. Well, well, apparently the mathematically optimal answer is that you should interview 37% of the candidates and identify the best person to become your meaningful benchmark. As you go through the rest of the candidates, you hire the person who's better than that benchmark. So if you apply that to dating and you're going to date from when you're aged 18 (laughs) to 40, by the age of 26, you've dated 37% of the people you're going to date and your benchmark is the best ex you had during that time. The next time you meet someone who you like better than that benchmark ex, you should commit to that person. 
Oh, it's very mathematical there, isn't it? Absolutely horrible. It takes love out of the whole situation. But it is a numbers game. So what's love got to do with it? Boom, boom. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to hold this. It is it is a numbers game to a certain extent. So when you meet people, you sit down in front of them and get in front of that person and be authentic and be yourself and stop being this. What the problem is, people coming in there with their big egos and their massive lists of what they want have five values that are important to you. Like, do you know what? I want to settle down. And actually, Joe, you said something there earlier, which is fascinating, which is so true. You have to say, you know, it's probably not you, but what I'm looking for in life is I want someone to settle down with me in the next five years. I'm looking for that kind of thing. You're not scaring them off. And if you scare them off, they're not for you. But don't be afraid of saying what your expectations are. You know, don't be afraid. I came across a client the other day and she said, but how do I tell them I'm looking for love? And I said, well, I've told them already that you're looking for love. So they're in that situation that they are looking for that person to mm. settle down with as well. Mm. So yeah. be honest. Um, yeah, we're chatting to matchmaker Sharon Kelly and relationship coach Catherine McGeechy on this. Apparently, Catherine, there's also a shift towards something many Irish people may have feared before lockdown. Dating while sober. Well, I think the thing is, I, I've come across people who only date when they're, they've got several drinks in them. And then they discover that this, that what they've done, and um, maybe they've been very intimate with the person on that first night. And of course, uh, what we do know in a male-female scenario is the male mm. does want sex, the female wants relationship. And so uh, what I think is valuable is if people can actually uh, get that Dutch courage up and uh, and just say, wait a minute, is that really serving me, that uh, pretend courage? And to really consider if they want a long-term relationship, that they're going to have to live with this person. So they're better to be able to face the person in the cold light of day. And this is where the meeting of the person is important. But I think also uh, if online you're putting in all the things you want, all the things you don't want, what your values are, as Sharon says, then that's going to cut out all the people who don't match that. So you might be left with 3% of the potential population, but that's the 3% that's a match for you. And then if you date those people, then you're dating within the band of people who share your values. And if your values are good values, then they're all going to be potential candidates, not just a 37%. But what you will see is what you what you want and what you don't want. It's a refining process. Right. But I, I do think that this meeting people is so important because you have to live with them. Now, yeah. if you didn't need to live with them in a in an extended relationship... Yeah, it wouldn't matter, relationship. yes. It's it wouldn't matter. Yeah, yeah, you could do online, no but, problem. But, 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 but I mean, Sharon... You know, uh, all this online dating and this swiping on apps, are people wrecked from it at this stage? They are, and they're very disheartened after, like when you were saying 10 hours a week, when you think you could go to an event. Now, I start doing events for people to get out there and meet up, and that's in the matchmaker.ie, but I've done the events because they're not ready, some of them, to go to the matchmaker yet, and they just want to get out there and in front of people, and it's so important to do that, to get in front of people, and they're getting disheartened, their morale is going down, their belief in themselves is 
going down because people are, uh, they're getting out in front of people who aren't what they say they are. Mm -hmm. And they're not being genuine. If people were more genuine on the apps and meeting after the second chat or third chat, don't be afraid to um, uh, give your telephone number if you've had a couple of chats out and go onto WhatsApp and have a WhatsApp chat and look at that person. You have to see that person and open up more rather yeah. than chatting to a hundred people or whatever in a week and not going anywhere. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think uh, Sharon's made a great point there, uh, which is uh, that you have to actually uh, face the person. Uh, and I think this is the thing, if people understood the importance of facing that person, that they're picking up a massive amount of information, that, that 92%, then they yeah. would I, I, and then they would have the courage, but Kat, Sharon's put her finger on it. They've, many people now are discouraged and they don't feel confident in meeting. I'll be meeting someone this week who is that very kind of person. And they, they've, they've had a public profile all their lives. And now because of a lot of unsuccessful, and they're so beautiful, this lady's so beautiful, but unsuccessful yeah. online dating. And now she's afraid to get out of the car, never mind meet someone. Mm. She's afraid to say hello. She, she's but, but, lost her ability to communicate, to have chat. Right, but, but I'm also wondering, you know, and maybe there are two sides to this coin. Uh, we've seen in a work context, to take one example, and in others, that the pandemic has changed people and it's changed their approach and changed their attitudes. Has the same happened in dating? Oh, absolutely. People mm -hmm. now are prepared to be more genuine because, and actually I do feel that men want to get into long-term relationships. And as Catherine was saying, yes, they will be initially going for that attraction and that chemistry, but they are looking for the one as well. Um, they're looking for that, that the, 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 their twin flame, if you want to call it that, or, or their other half. So because of that, they are coming in more genuine than ever and they want to find love. They don't want to be messing around on apps and sitting in anymore and um, they want to get out there. But even when it comes to going to the pubs, it's harder than ever to mix with another crowd at a table or anywhere else. Mm. So it's next to impossible yeah. for them. So that's a, great, um, that's a great point. Yeah, people yeah. are a bit more reluctant, aren't they? They're, it's really, yeah. really tough for them. So Do you have COVID next door? Yes. You yeah. know, I mean, that is in the back of people's heads because of how they've been conditioned. Yeah, yes. but also even the amount of concerts that uh, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 year olds are going to and you're standing beside someone and you don't know. I was talking to someone the other day and they were at a concert, discovered they had COVID and they were hugging people the next day, discovered the next day they'd COVID, but they had COVID the day before and they were hugging people at the concert and not even thinking about it. Mm. So we are so more aware and we mm -hmm. know that we have to look after ourselves and we know we have to think of other ways to get yeah. Out and meet um, people. Absolutely, Catherine. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with Sharon. I I think that that hesitancy has certainly affected young people. But I think I, I, and the dating scene. But perhaps even with older people, particularly because they're wiser. Whereas the younger, you, you've got all the hormones going, and those hor hormones can override common sense. So I I think there may be uh, more interest in younger people just to get out there whether they're going to uh, infect someone or not 
But I, I do think it's the urgency. I think it's this sense of we might be locked down again, so we better really look at what Do you we think want. that's a factor as well, Catherine? Yeah, I do. Really? I do. You think we people could still think they might be locked down again in the winter? Oh, I, I, there's been a lot of articles on that, yeah. yeah. On okay. in September, right. so the young and the young people are on social media and they're picking up all of this. So they're thinking, right, we better get our act together. And there isn't so time. that you have someone to be locked down with. Yeah, because it's a lonely world out there when you're locked down by yourself at any age. So yes. it's, it, it, the sooner you get out there, the sooner you meet people, the sooner you you go to someone. So you, like, you'd worry about that though as an imperative, wouldn't you? You'd be a bit concerned that people are going, jeepers, winter's coming, we're going to get locked down again, I better find someone here that I can share the house with. Yeah, but well, it's I think all Sharon about being point. comfortable. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, Sharon. Go, sorry, Sharon. It's all about being comfortable in your own skin, happy in your own skin. You can't move on and meet someone from a needy disposition. You have to be fulfilled and say, do you know what, I am the best I can be. I'm looking forward to meeting that match because otherwise you'll pick up broken well, wings. What happens so if, take if you, your time. What happens if you rush into it though because winter is yeah. coming and you think you're going to get locked down again and you end up with somebody and you're sharing the house with them and you discover, you know, two weeks into That's lockdown, I can't stick this person you and I'm in lockdown time. with them. <laughs> no better way than take your time and just take deep so what, breaths. But you can't really throw them out then, can you? You gather, but I'm in a lockdown. <laughs> you just don't let them in. You, you choose, you, <laughs> I'm you, saying you, you got choose, me on that point. That's what I'm choose. getting at. You choose very well, carefully who you're going to let into your life. It is uh, such an important issue. You are not in a race here. It's like a, a sailing boat, not a speedboat. And just enjoy the journey. And don't come from a neediness point of view or you pick up the wrong person. So just go back to your... Are you leaning in or are you leaning but, out? But, but, but Catherine, ultimately, in, I mean, aren't we all needy when it comes to this kind of stuff? I mean, that's the whole point, isn't it? I'm, you know. Yes. Love, love, Sharon said earlier, it's all all about love and not really numbers. And uh, love in the past, we, we got to know the person, we maybe knew their family, we grew up with them, we, we met them down the street, we met them at school or college or in the local shop. Um, we, we got to know the person. I think what's happened is the time is collapsing for people and they're thinking, I've not got the time to get to know the, the person in a romantic way. I'm not getting mm. that time, and and the the this is where the online dating is try is really making up for the journey there, the journey back, and the problem is then you can uh, make yourself look so fantastic online, um, but then there's the reality of face to face. So yeah. I think there's a there there is a, a whole issue emerging. I would be concerned. You asked that earlier. Would you be concerned? Absolutely, absolutely. Because uh, the basis in which the relationships are being built now is not right. the right basis. Oh, oh, in, in okay. OK, OK. I, I, listen, thank you very much. It was fascinating to talk to both of you about it this morning. I think you've opened up uh, quite a number of lines of debate uh, as a result of it this morning. It's uh, relationship coach Catherine McGeechee and matchmaker Sharon Kenny. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.